Welcome to the Shredder Show, and today I'm going to take you through 44 secrets to get shredded. These are going to be 44 tips that you can implement daily or into your general lifestyle, which will help you to build the ultimate physique and awesome mindset and help you be successful. So we're going to go through these pretty quickly, so you might want to take a pen and paper to take notes. If not, I have got a 44 tips uh, and secrets to getting shredded guide, which I can send to you for completely free. So message me on Instagram or Facebook, 44 tips to get shredded or 44 secrets to get shredded, and I will send that through to you so you've got a PDF version as well. Now, firstly, number one, uh, neat. So non-exercise activity thermogenesis in a fancy way in terms of getting lean. Move more, you burn more calories. So try and get 10,000 steps a day would be number one. Number two. Make sure you sleep and focus on getting seven to eight hours of good quality sleep every single night. Now, sleep is one of the most vital things you can actually do in terms of fat loss because it helps to reduce cortisol and stress within the body. And it's our body's main period for focusing on actually recovering. So very important to try and get six, uh, seven to eight hours of good quality sleep every night. Next up, point number three, focus on going to bed at the same time daily. So make sure you go to bed at the same time. For me, it's only about 10 o'clock in the evening. I like to watch a bit about an hour of Netflix and then go to sleep. Uh, anyone who's just watched Squid Games is awesome, by the way. Uh, number four, get up at the same time every day. So the reason we're looking to get up and go to bed at the same time every day is setting up a circadian rhythm for our body, which our body's used to. So the human body likes routine and structure. So to try and have that same every day helps with everything. Structure equals results. Number five, don't eat within two hours of going to bed as this will increase your heart rate, which will have a negative impact on recovery. So I said I go to bed about 10 o'clock. I try to not eat after about 7.30 ideally. If you train in the evening and you have to eat after training, of course, that's not a problem. But um, in a perfect world, if possible, that would work great. Number six, make sure you don't mouth breathe when sleeping. So I use nasal strips to open up my airways. And this has a hugely positive effect in terms of actually reducing my blood pressure because around 70% of the nitric oxide production we have in our bodies comes through our nasal cavity when we breathe. So if you're not breathing through your nose at night, that has a very negative impact in terms of increasing your blood pressure and also has your body in the fight or flight reaction all the time. It makes your body basically be like in a very high state of alert. So we really want to be trying to breathe through our nose. Number seven, focus on a progressive overload style training and aiming to improve on performance in the periodized fashion. So by this, I mean like, be aware of the, the work you're doing and try and get better at it every week. So incrementally progress is a compounding effect. Uh, number eight would be focusing on the quality of the number of sets you're doing within a workout, not the amount of sets you're doing. So uh, more isn't better, better is better. So I'd rather you do less sets that were more effective than you just did more sets for the sake of it. Next up uh, would be do always train to failure uh, and actually push yourself so you can't do any more. So going through the motions is pointless. Like your first rep and your last rep should not be the same tempo. Your last rep should be a lot slower than your first rep. If you're just stopping because you did 10 reps and you're supposed to do 10, you should have kept going and trying to get 12, 13, 14, or 15, or however many it might be. Number nine would be always making sure that you actually train to failure with correct form, because that's another big mistake. You don't want, want people to actually cheat and try and do more reps, but just use momentum and shit, shit reps. Uh, number 10 will be focusing on bigger compound movements as a priority, not smaller isolated movements. So you think about getting really good at deadlifts, squats, um, machine presses, bench presses, not a bicep curl, not a, for the love of God, you don't need to change your forearms. Like don't train forearms, that's pointless. Uh, number 11 will be don't, ev don't ever train when injured. So if you have an injury, rest it, very, very important. Number 12 is something that makes a big difference to me. So this is getting deep tissue massage. 
at least once a week if you can afford it is very very beneficial increases overall blood flow uh, which will and also reduces your risk of injury so if we think about how the body works blood flow is vital in terms of muscle growth and also fat burning because we actually need to have blood flow to actually remove a burnt fat essentially uh, that's been removed from fat cells and then we also need to have blood flow to provide nutrients to repair muscle tissue to then uh, allow us to, to build a lean athletic physique like we're looking to achieve so that's very very important if your blood flow is compromised that's not going to help you at all number 13 always train through a full range of motion so i don't see in that like half quarter rep squats or any like the two inch bench press or any of that stuff that's horrendous Obviously, there are um, circumstances around that which are going to be different, and there's some situations you might do partial reps, but 99.9999% of the time, please, for the love of God, just do full reps. Um, hack squat is a great one. Like Just going to parallel on a hack squat is not working your quads more. If anything, it's going to fuck your knees up more because all the shearing force is stopping at that point, so please try to avoid that. Number 14, make sure you're warming up correctly before training. So if you're one of our clients, we have specific activation mobility routines that I recommend for people. Uh, anyone who watches my YouTube channel will check out my mobility and activation routines on there as well. That's very helpful and insightful and shows how I practically do that on a daily basis. If you want to just do five minutes on a stair mill or whatever to warm up, that's fine. Just do something. Uh, in terms of when you actually go to do sets with weights, I would always start with a light, lighter weight and do a few, like 10 reps and then incrementally increase up. And they don't count as sets during a workout. So something to bear in mind. Uh, number 15 would be making sure that you're not using a belt or knee sleeves when you don't need to. Your body, for the love of God, is designed to support yourself. I watched someone who was a PT the other day doing RDL, like uh, stiff leg deadlifts with knee sleeves on. I was like, you don't bend your knees on an RDL. Why are you wearing knee sleeves? Learn to train correctly and your body will look after you. So we want strong connective tissue, we want strong stabilizing muscles. We don't want to rely on other things like a crutch to protect ourselves. Number 16, caveat to that, we use wrist straps to maximize grip strength when training our back. Very, very important, unless you're a too strong man or powerlifting. Um, grip strength doesn't really help us with anything in terms of an aesthetic or burning fat point of view. Um, number 17, do not train with weights every day. I made that mistake my first physique competition I did. I did 21 days of weight training in a row. Guess what? I lost a lot of muscle tissue. Don't do it. <laughs> I speak with a lot of anecdotal experience from some of these things. So number 18, uh, use a training split that allows you to hit each muscle group two to three times uh, a week would be optimal. So ideally at least twice per week would be the key. Number 19, have a training split that allows you at least two rest days per week of no weight training. You can do cardiovascular work on those days or HIIT training, but no weights. Six days of weight training is too much. If you can do that, you're not training pr uh, properly. Uh, number 20, do not vary your exercises all the time. Focus on becoming a master of a few exercises and get the most bang for your buck from those as you can. When you get to the point you can't physically progress those movements anymore, then you change them. So for example, I probably change my training at the moment. Uh, my training split overall hasn't changed for nearly a year since December. And the training only changes probably every seven months, six, seven months because I'm getting very good at certain exercises and just focusing on keeping improving those. And that's all you need to do is to get a master of a few exercises and you can just hammer home on those bad boys all day long. So look for results, not entertainment is something I like to think about sometimes. Uh, number 21, do not follow your favorite fitness influencer and what they do. Don't call me a fitness influencer for the love of God. That's like bit me dies inside when everyone, someone calls me that. So 
um some of the stupid stuff like plate raises like ch- chest plate raises for anyone who's watching listening to this on the podcast and mimicking the stupid motion and i actually saw someone do it today please don't do that it's completely pointless same as sitting on a chest press sideways doing single arm it does not work the inside of your chest for the love of god um uh 22 uh do not do rep ranges less than six and try and optimally you want to try and get really strong at like 10 to 12 rep range and then also higher than that so we want to work across all rep ranges but i wouldn't do less than six because the risk of injury is very low and also the amount of time under tension is not going to have a very small stimulus in terms of muscle growth number 23 you need a diet that consists of all three macronutrients so protein carbohydrates and fats i did not mention alcohol on that one consume at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight is important obviously if you're 400 pounds and you've got 200 pounds of body fat it's a different like conversation but for most people that's a very good general rule of thumb 25 limit processed foods so focus on single ingredient items so things like oats are oats an apple is an apple a steak is a steak uh, a potato is a potato a cashew nut is a cashew nut like don't think protein bar which you look on the back of the ingredients is about a thousand things that would be an example of trying to pick single ingredient item foods why like gut health nutrient absorption uh, less inflammation better for overall health like the list goes on so very very important number 26 take a high quality multivitamin every day any of my clients listen to this dr dean explained uh, this on one of our recent client calls this week explaining the importance of a high quality multivitamin and mineral so that would be probably the most bang for the buck in terms of supplements that you could take next up i would suggest that you look at adding in at least 10 grams of essential fatty acids per day from high quality fish oil so i personally do 20 i take them in a.m and the p.m uh, number 28 focus on maximizing nutrient time by having your carbs pre intra and post workout reason for this is we're looking to optimize and fuel performance so we want to create an adaptive response from the body by putting um, as much fuel in the fire when we're going to perform like a formula one car we want to have the engine hot and ready to go we don't want to be, we don't need to be having shit tons of carbs on days we're not working out so think about maximizing performance in the gym and improve insulin sensitivity in your body's ability to utilize carbohydrates and also how much food you'll be able to eat very very sneaky tip but that helps a bit a lot um, if anyone's asking about intra-workout carbs i would recommend you use something like a cyclic dextrin which is a very low molecular weight of carbohydrate uh, which won't pull blood into the gut that old wives tale your mum used to tell you not to go swimming when having eaten a meal is partially true although it never had any problems with me um, because when you eat a meal obviously loads of blood's getting pulled into your stomach away from your muscles if you're trying to get jacked and trying to lift loads of weights doing uh, eating having something in like say dextrose in your stomach which is going to pull blood in it's not going to be optimal so um yeah i would suggest stick with dextrin is best the intracarb from supplement needs or uh cluster bond from redcom one of the two that i use for anyone who wants to know no affiliation to either of those brands 29 don't overconsume too much in one meal spread them out throughout the day currently eating 850 grams of carbs it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do that but try not to eat too much in one sitting because that can have a negative effect in terms of digestive health bloating and blowing out your midsection a bit Uh, number 31 try not to drink too much fluid with meals so again this is because it can blow out your midsection and also slow down your digestion because it will dilute your stomach acid so very easy tip there Number 32, aim to drink at least uh, four litres of water per day as a minimum, male or female, I don't care who you are. As a man, you should be doing at least six litres and obviously live in a hot environment, it's going to be more so. Uh, Number 33, 
do not consume caffeine within six hours of going to bed. I sometimes break this rule because I love caffeine, but it will have a negative impact on your sleep and sleep is vital in terms of performance recovery and fat burning. So try to avoid that. If you're training in the evening, I would suggest you use a non-stimulant-based pre-workout, which will help, rather like a pump formula, rather than using something that's laced in line with caffeine, because that's going to have a negative effect. Number 34, keep your blood pressure under 130 for the top end. So as I mentioned on the previous podcast episode to this, our cardiovascular system underpins everything, including our musculoskeletal system. If your blood pressure is high and your cardiovascular system is compromised, everything on top of that is going to be compromised as well. So optimizing that is very helpful and that's something we work on a lot with a lot of our clients number 35 use five grams of creatine on working days ideally into your workout creatine incredibly cheap i get mine from muscle nation use coach olive temson off um it is the most scientifically researched supplement that actually works so i cannot recommend enough that you use that it has no side effects really it doesn't cause water retention it increases water retention intramuscular so within your muscle cells, that's how it works and improves performance, but it does not actually increase subcutaneous water retention, which is what most people are referring to. Number 36, use 20 grams of glutamine every day. So that's ideal for recovery and gut health. So I use that and it also helps with your nervous system, which is linked into gut health. Um, I use 20 grams of that, which I mix within my intra-workout drink of creatine, glutamine, cyclic detection, carbs, and also add in amino acids into that as well. Um, that's a secret. Check my YouTube for a full video on that. Uh, 37, choose organic and wild food sources where possible. I appreciate they're expensive. Sometimes it's not possible to do. I do it when I can. If I can't, it's not the end of the world. But essentially, we are what our food eats. So that I'm never going to become vegan, but I do feel bad for animals and the way the food industry works in a lot of respects. Not to go into that too much depth. 38 uh, write down log your workouts with a pen and paper to track your lifts this is probably the biggest game changer that will keep you progressing and pushing yourself why one of my favorite games is in a sadistic way is pushing myself and also like this uh, the greatest feeling in the world is when you know you've done something you've never done before or when you come out of the gym and like i beat everything today i've done better than anything and that's often which gives you context in particular if you're in a phase we're looking to try and gain muscle mass where it can be very slow in terms of looking like you're making progress visually, but looking at progress in like your like diary or logbook of what you're doing makes a big, big difference. So that can be one of the biggest game changers for you and making sure that you don't um, basically push you out on sets and not push yourself as much as you should. Um, and it also means that you know exactly what weight you should be doing when you go into the gym. So very, very important. Number 39, have your phone on airplane mode in the gym. No distractions, keep focused. When you actually look at the screen on your phone, it actually down regulates your nervous system when we're lifting weights in training, we want to up-regulate the nervous system. So that's something to be aware of. Number 40 would be try and work out a set time every day. Like I referred to earlier at the beginning in terms of having a set routine in terms of structure um, your body likes. Again, this will help with that. Number 41, have someone to keep you accountable. So your logbook can do this, a training partner, a coach. You can join the CJ coaching team, hit the link below the podcast to book in a free call if you want help with that. Um, accountability is the key as human as human beings we inherently don't want to let other people down if they're helping us number 42 set a definitive goal of what you want to achieve every three months six months and 12 months this is incredibly important and this is something i do with everything in my life and i put in like notes in my phone and i often tend to do this when flying because i tend to get bored on flights and then i look back and i reflect 
how far I've come and it's very, very pleasant sometimes because you often get frustrated if you're a bit of a type A personality that you're not getting where you want to be, but this is a really good way to keep in context of where you want to go. So very, very important. Number 43, uh, don't have an ego and ask for a spot when you need one or ask for advice when you need one. Um, so I actually helped a, I spoke to a girl at the gym today and I saw her doing a few things wrong. I didn't want to say anything and I ended up speaking to her and she was really, really appreciative of it. So if you ever need help with something, like if you do the wrong thing wrong for 10 years, think how much that's going to compromise your progress. Whereas if you did the right thing, how much, think of the compounding effect of doing the right exercise perfectly for a long period of time is going to get you better results from doing the same amount of work. So always ask for help when you need it. And last but not least, number 44, use a controlled tempo and always have a dis- definitive start and finish every rep. So always control the negative on the way down because that's when most people tend to get injured. Um, they try and like dive bomb a squat or a bench press. The knees blow out, shoulders blow out. So always control the negative and that will pr- protect your muscle. It's also where you're strongest. So control is always the key. Now, these 44 secrets to help you get shredded. Very, very tactical things you can actually implement. If you did all of these, I can guarantee you, you would actually get insane results. So go ahead, implement that. If you like this style of format of podcast, please do let me know. Make sure you subscribe to Share the Show, share this with a friend, and we'll see you in the next episode. And make sure you've got involved in the competition we have running at the moment, which if you subscribe to the show, uh, leave us a five-star review and share this to your stories, you can win a three months free coaching program worth £1,500. You can win... Um, a tough wraps voucher which is 100 pounds and you can also win 250 pounds worth of muscle nation supplements and clothing so get involved in that we'll be announcing the winner in a week's time and we'll see you next episode of the shred show